Welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for the MLB early and main slates on June 29th. Um, first, we're going to begin, as always, with some celebrations because we're, we're following a good process. And so whenever things do work out even a little bit, we have a little celebration. You can see Haywood Highsmith, thank you. We remain celebratory for, uh, for that win. But we also had some good ones in the WNBA yesterday. This isn't actually the best one. Where was it? Yeah, so I almost, yeah, obviously was always doing better, but I was taking down a lot of these. Um, actually, I think I wound up a little better than this. Yeah, there was a stat adjustment, I think, that took it a little higher than this. A couple more sats and maybe 15 more bucks. But anyway, um, you know, I've been building some pretty good, what were the right calls here? Hawkins was a good call. Um, that, a lot of them were pretty obvious. People got off. Um, D-Rob, I guess. Because she had a bad game, but that was wrong. Um, forget what was optimal, but I mean, I've been stacking up. They've got a lot of different um, WNBA satellites to this seven July twenty fifth event. They're running in like uh, I guess four weeks, and so I'm just going to max that event because I love WNBA, and these are way way positive expected value events. Um, actually, I guess was that one? Yeah, they're giving away like three or four tickets. And anyway, so I'm, I'm doing these because they're positive expected value. And as an example of other places that I've been able to find some positive expected value, there are some pretty good crossover events for these weird niche MLB slates and golf. So I'm counting on eventually getting one of these mega millionaire tickets this way uh, because it's positive expected value. I don't care if I don't ever get a ticket. It was the right thing to do. Um, yeah, I mean, was that like $60 on 140? So that's like... 40% more than that? Yeah. 40%. So anyway, they, these are they're running these a lot. I'm always having an eye out for Queen of the Court stuff. I've already max I've already max entered the women's Queen of the Court for today. So I'm gonna have two really big lineups today for WNBA. Um there is, however, also something to keep an eye on. Everybody notice that there's still the big one. I don't know. You got $275 free. Might be a, we'll see how many seats, how quickly that one fills. Now, um, yesterday, did I go through my actual pictures? Let me do that. I didn't even pull up the regular screen because I have this exciting screen. So the exciting screen is I've never seen in my any of my pools a uh, lineup like this one. It's too bad that it was on the side of the A-B test that it has previously lost and we're currently just doing for um, keeping track. But, so this is Wednesday, and I want to pull up the pictures, how they actually did, and what I told you to do with them. Nope, nope, not for that, uh, for the main slate. But yeah, so this this lineup, you know, obviously we all know Herman uh, had the game that was perfect. Uh, Snell had a pretty good game, a lot of strikeouts at least. I think he actually, not at all perfect, gave up a few runs, but... 40 from Friedel, 40 from Jose Ramirez, 28 from Bo Naylor, 29 from unowned Will Benson. Takes this lineup to 267.8. If you're wondering, yeah, that's higher than any actual lineup anybody actually produced yesterday. And here it is hanging out in one of my pools of two lineups. Uh, normally I've been A-B testing it, but I decided finally to call the winner. And the winner did fine. I mean, like it went 215. And earlier, by the way, like when I so sorted this by like, I don't know projected score or whatever 
I don't think that wound up being in the pool. Yeah. So the review mode, like, I don't know exactly which, when, when I looked at the original 150, that one wasn't in the pool. And so I was using that to feel better, but you know, obviously like it has trouble retrospectively be like, yeah, yeah, let's put this in the pool or not. Um, cause it, it did so well. Um, but when I do tell you which pitchers I had told you to pick, I did not tell you to pick Herman with a perfect game. I did tell you to take five to 15%. I, I was a little underweight at the field pain. Um, Dane Dunning was a great call. Um, and yeah, so all my best lineups involved Dane Dunning probably, and not as much Herman as there should have been, obviously in retrospect against Oakland. Probably should have been more negative on Oakland. I've got some sort of weird thing for like, I like those cheap hitters that are doing well, but I got to recognize that was terrible performance, really bad through and through, not a team with a lot of talent. Oh, and yeah, just double checking that I am recording this. Okay, good. Uh, don't want to do this again. So here are my, were my pitcher exposures. Did anybody do bad for you? I guess Nola didn't do as well as we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Senga also is just a middling performance from him, especially against Milwaukee. Um, but yeah, team stacks, you were right on it. I don't know. Can't, can't feel too bad about yesterday. Right on the, uh, whenever you got an optimal one in the pool, um, you're not feeling too bad, especially my pools are only like a thousand now. I, I'm pretty highly constraining them. So even though I could get up to 5,000 with the project, whatever. Okay. Um, so I want to make sure. Yeah, I think this is today, 629, 629. It's going to be a hot one in Kansas City. Typically, that means the ball will fly a little bit. Um, possibility of delay in Boston and Chicago. Colorado, we're seeing yellow, but you're not taking pictures in Colorado anyway. Okay, early slate. Um, early slate's fine for pitchers. You've got enough choices. You take Bieber, you take Lynn, you take Sandoval, and you mix in Schmidt and Bradford. Um, actually, I guess I take Schmidt, same amount as the other ones, and mix in Bradford. I haven't decided about anybody else. I think that's probably where I'm drawing the line. I am running 100 lineups, and this is five games. So I probably will mix in, I don't know, these guys are all, all bad. I don't want any of these other pitchers. So that's where I'm at. Maybe I take Hogan Harris. If I read an article that says I should take some Hogan Harris, I don't, I don't want to take any Hogan Harris. All right. I did. I decided, oh yeah, I decided instead of that, I'm going to take half stands. So I'm going to take a stand on half the pitchers. So this is five. Yeah, that's fine. And then I'm going to take the related five um, stacks that are consistent with that. And we're going to mix that around. And then if I hit like two and two, then I should have a large percentage of my stacks hitting all of it, all their pieces. And those would be the most likely pieces to hit. So that's our current strategy. Um, let's see. Boop, boop. Uh, and then we go to the main slate. And so for the main slate, um, a little bit easier to talk about because it's not very fun. Let me make sure. Yeah, that So Max Scherzer uh, is the only good pitcher on the slate. So you jam him, you jam Max Scherzer, and then you're taking shots on the rest of the guys. Bassett, Walker, France, um, Keaton Wynn. Maybe not as many shots as everybody else is taking. Yeah, I mean, like, 
what's going on there. If everybody's really, I mean, he's really cheap. He's priced like a release relief pitcher and expected to go regular innings. And we got the Dodgers. So that's the reason we're leaving it that way. The second time I've talked myself out of it, now I'm actually talking myself into more exposure because what they're allowing us to do is jam in optimal Dodger stacks. So I'm thinking of this as Keaton wins slash major Dodger stack exposure because if I go over here, I'm taking a guess. Yeah, the Dodgers are the highest projected team on the slate. And guess why? They're playing in course field. They're really obviously going to smash. Um, Milwaukee's not going to smash. They're playing Scherzer-ish. Yeah. Um, and then am I going to be more demanding than that? The rest of these teams could all go off. I don't know if I'm going to completely cross off anybody else. I don't really like San Francisco if they're really projected that well. Do a weird cross off there. Yeah, I mean, who who's the pitcher? Mesa. Mm. Oh no, Bassett. Yeah, like the San Francisco should not be projected for so many runs. So cross them off. That's a stand. Why not? Why not take a few more stands? Try to get that absolute top spot a little more often. Um, because I don't believe in them today, and I do really believe it. Yeah, I mean, like you're taking these other teams over Colorado and the Dodgers. So I mean, like maybe some of the, you got to think about it in those terms. Which of the which of these teams do you think can get there in in that particular comparison? Uh, Houston versus St. Louis. What? Why is Houston projected for so many runs? Not by me. Wainwright's terrible. Okay, it is because Wainwright's terrible. Um, I mean, you know, he's a he's a meatballer. So sometimes there the meatballs go, you know, mama mia. But just think that's so many runs to project Houston for. I mean, what was, was that? The place where it's going to be really hot? No, that's Kansas City. So. We're going to be, that's not on this slate, but I just, I disagree with some of these projections for the high end. And then, so I'm just going to jam these other teams that I think are good. Colorado, I mean, yeah, none of them are playing that good at pitching and I think they'll be fine hitting. So those are my weird stance. I mean, Taiwan Walker is going against the Cubs. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he'll hit, sometimes he won't. So I think that's the thing with all these low average projections. I don't, maybe San Francisco and Houston rounds out a couple of other like uh, ball in play runs, but these are the teams that are going to go massively off if they go off. Right. So the average is not that great of a, a representation. Um, so I'm leaving Cubs I'm leaving Toronto I'm leaving Mets I'm leaving St. Louis Cardinals, Phillies, Colorado and Dodgers stacks as my possibilities for the main slate. I'm trying to take more stands on my, my, uh, the teams here and try to make them consistent slash have some sort of a game theory, like a game specific um, game script so that it could actually happen. Not just, Oh, I hope it, hope it works out. I hope something happens. All right. Let's see if we got any good price picks right now. Yeah. Don't feel super strongly about these. I looked earlier. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys to take anything again today, but I'll let you know if uh, anything pops up, if they board gets juicier towards main slate lock or something. Uh, but for now, yeah, that's going to do it for today's video. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, like and comment and subscribe. Um, and, yeah, um, I guess tell people about this in real life. No, I'm just kidding. I, unless you talk to people about this kind of thing in real life, which that's cool, too. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you, see you tomorrow. Bye.